Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode number 141 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. The roaster is also a musician himself. That's another reason I love it. But one of my favorite parts about this coffee is it is roasted pretty much on demand for whoever orders it whenever they uh, order the roast. So if you order your coffee, he takes the time out of his day to roast coffee specifically for you and then ships it to you. So he's not pre-making it and then hoping someone buys it. No, no, he is doing it on demand. So that's really, really cool. Uh, I got to say hats off to Couchtown Coffee. I drink their coffee every single morning. And that's, uh, that's not hyperbole. That's not advertising saying that. That's a real thing. So thank you very much to Couchtown for supporting the podcast each and every week. And uh, check out their coffee, www.couchtowncoffee.com. Find a coffee you like, make an order, and when you do make an order, say, hey, Audible Farm sent me, and they will give you 20% off. That's that's awesome. They, why do they do that? It's just because Couchtown Coffee is that awesome. So check it out, www.couchtowncoffee.com. This episode, I'm sitting down with Mackenzie Schwinke. Mackenzie is a graphic designer as well as a photographer. Um, she's also a musician at a church, and she likes to sing. And do, She's uh, very multi-talented. I had her on a handful of weeks back, maybe about two months back. Um, but yeah, I've decided to bring her back again. We were talking, and she said, when are we going to do this podcast? And I said, you know what? Swing over here right now. Let's do it right now. So she did. She actually came over to do the podcast. And this one... We discuss all sorts of stuff. We discuss uh, her taking pictures at, at jam nights and shows, as well as freelancing some pictures for her own personal projects. We also discuss her doing some other graphic design work. We discuss her playing music at church, as well as singing at church. Um, I, I recently went to go see her sing at a church, and she's very good at singing. Not that I thought she wouldn't be, but she's... She's very good at singing. It's kind of kind of wild. So she's multi-talented in all facets. At the end of this podcast, we start to do some nice serious talk. Uh, she has a podcast idea um, about the stigmas surrounding mental health. And it gets a little serious at the end, but I think it's very, very necessary. Um, it's, a, it's a very tough topic to bridge. And uh, I hope everybody enjoys this episode as much as I did, because um, who doesn't enjoy honesty from the guests? And uh, this one is, is loaded full of about as much honesty as I could have ever asked for out of a guest. So I got to say thank you to Mackenzie Schwanke for being as strong as she is uh, to be as honest about a lot of these things as she is. So uh, I hope you guys sit down and enjoy this episode. Uh, Mackenzie's a great gal. And uh, she, she'll do great work for you if you want f photography work or if you want some graphic design work or whatever. She can she can do it all. She can she can take pictures. She can do graphic design. She can play instruments. She can sing. Um, you know, she, we we went to school together. It was just it's just kind of fun. The how we randomly met in our lives and how how well we actually get along. So uh, check this episode out. That's uh, with a great gal. And uh, thank you very much for sitting down and listening to the podcast. It's episode 141 with Mackenzie Schwanke. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Today, I'm sitting down with Mackenzie Schwenke. Mackenzie, you were here, I don't know, like a few months ago. It seems like it was just yesterday, but at the same time, it seems like it was forever ago. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's been kind of, I don't know, it feels like it was like two weeks ago, but I obviously it's been a little bit, but... Yeah, I don't mean I don't have my phone with me. I think it was, uh, I think it was like, a, um, maybe like 
12 episodes ago or something, which is about three months. Maybe it was like 10 episodes ago. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you're back. I This week I've been pretty busy. So I was we were chatting today and you said, when am I going to be on the podcast? And I said, this week, because I don't have a guest. <laughs> and uh, that's my fault for it's doing that. It's a good thing I messaged you. Yeah, I mean, the worst part about it was I set up uh, an appointment with a guest and then had to cancel because other stuff came up. I mean, I've just been pretty busy this last week or so, um, playing shows and doing that kind of things and starting a new job. Woo woo. And, you uh, busy? Never. <laughs> yeah. And then I, uh, played a couple shows and went to a couple shows and recorded an album this weekend. So woot woot. yeah, just been busy, you know? So uh, yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, <laughs> everyone else is busy too. Everyone's got a life. I might close this door just to not make it weird. But uh, what have you been up to since the last time we hung out? Uh, well, to be honest, the last like, I mean, let's say it was three months ago was the last time I did the podcast. Um, for the last two out of those three months, it was just finals. Finals kicking my butt. I... It was pretty stressful this last semester, so uh, yeah, finals were definitely probably the main uh, thing that I was doing for this the last couple of months, and then working and catching up on everything I didn't do when I was doing finals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this month has pretty much this last month has been been about. So yeah, you're done with school now, so that's I mean now you got more degrees than a thermometer and. You're uh, no, good, right? yeah. I mean, you can just keep stacking them in there deep if you want to. I know. But you've got a, quite a. Few, you actually have quite a few really, really useful degrees. We talked about a few of them last time. So uh, you got a culinary style degree or two. Uh, technically two. Technically One of them said diploma. So. Well, whatever. We'll just call it two. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, if you went through all the accounting stuff I did, which I think you did, um, you would have gotten two out of that plus an AA. You know. So that would be like five. <laughs> and now you got um, a graphic design one. Mm-hmm. So that's six. And you got another one? Any, any more we don't know about? <laughs> Underwater basket weaving? You got like a welding degree or anything like that? You know, I did take some basket weaving classes and call it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Uh, I think that's it. That's I think. P- that's actually quite a nice wide range of things, you know? Like, with that kind of stuff, you could, like, start your own business and do your own accounting for it and then cater your own food to it. I stuff, know, right? You know? Like, I, I've been, like, thinking, I'm like, how many things could I do with the 3D degrees that I that I have? And I was like, I mean, I could do a wedding planner because, you know. Oh, yeah. Watch me cook all your food and do all your other stuff. And, and you could do your own marketing for it. I know, exactly. <laughs> and no. do your own taxes at the end of the year. <laughs> Oh gosh, I hope not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Doc Don. Please don't listen to that part. <laughs> I actually don't mind doing taxes so much. Um, I did a handful of them, and um, I did a couple this year, just kind of. I don't want to say for fun. I mean, I did them for people because they were just like, "Can you do my taxes?" These, let me put it this way: these were easy enough that you would have just been like, "This is a breeze." I mean, it was like a, a W two and then like one extra piece of paper, and it's like, "Oh, I, you know." Oh, as okay. much as it's much as you horrible. did, yeah, as much as you didn't like doing taxes, you would you would have crushed to those. So it's just a lot. Taxes just are a lot. I don't get it. There's there's a lot to do, especially when people uh. start like. <laughs> Well, I have three jobs and four retirement accounts, and I invest money, and I'm also a farmer, and then I own my own business. And it's like, and I gambled, and I won a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do, or I gambled and lost, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot you can, you know, do with a lot of different things with taxes, and I think that's one of the things that 
turned a lot of people off from it, but I, I wished I spent more time doing more taxes, honestly. Um, I mean, it's, it was pretty fun for me. But. I would have to say that I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about something you do enjoy, though. You do enjoy doing the graphic design work. Oh yes, you do I enjoy love it. you do enjoy photography as well. I love it. Absolutely, it's um, exciting stuff. You recently did a photo shoot with a friend of yours. I don't know if, if it was your roommate or not, yep. but it was. That was my roommate. Yeah. Yep. I was gonna, when I saw the picture, I was like, I thought I met this lady before. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, She's my, what I call my go-to model. Uh, nice. <laughs> if I have an idea, I'm like, Alita, <laughs> I have a project. <laughs> and yeah, then I usually make her do it. So this one was just kind of an impromptu. I had an idea and uh, she was actually willing to, <laughs> to do it because she wanted, we, she loves Coca-Cola. Seriously, like this lady loves it. Like. it it's off camera but yeah i know i saw that <laughs> there's a giant coca-cola <laughs> sign here um yeah she loves coca-cola so um she's like there's like a wall in fort dodge that has like the coca-cola logo yep so she, uh... she was joking but she was like mackenzie i have my coca my glass coca-cola bottle like we should take a picture like we should do photo shoot with them and i was like okay that's not a horrible idea and then I kept thinking more into it. I was like, you know, that kind of reminds me of that like retro type of um, pictures. So then I did a little cert researching to kind of get some ideas sparking. Thought of a laundromat. Yeah. Which, when I first told her, she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, just trust me. Like, it'll be fun, you know, whatever. And then we get there. Funny thing is, we saw someone get arrested <laughs> at the laundromat. So yeah. we're like, "Oh gosh, yeah, why, I mean, why didn't well. But it was actually a really nice la looking like laundromat. You know, it honestly was. Yeah, and from the pictures I saw. Yeah, they like whoever owns it, they take good care of it. I mean, not advertising for them, but no. Um. So then, uh, my one idea, I told her, I was like, "I need you to sit in the dryer." <laughs> I saw those too. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she's like. No. <laughs> I said, seriously, just do it. I need you to trust me. And at one point, I didn't think she was going to do it. But then she was. She actually did it. And those turned out to be one of my couple of my favorite pictures because they're just so cool. Yeah. And I think there was, if I recall, because you sent me some like, you know, proofs of some of those. And there was mm -hmm. one where she was like kind of hanging half out the dryer mm -hmm. with her hand on the ground, like maybe drinking the Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah, that looked pretty cool. I mean, of all the ones I saw, I was just like, that was pretty neat. So yeah. it's kind of funny that you thought those were your favorites too. So. It's just, it's just, it's fun. And so when I told people, I was like, yeah, I'm doing a photo shoot on the laundromat. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like we had people walking in there washing their clothes and they're like, what are you doing <laughs> and we're like well uh so i had this idea and here we are like <laughs> that's what we're doing uh and then i had one lady that was putting her clothes in the dryer <laughs> and i was like hey can you put uh like some of your clothes in this dryer so that way when i take a picture you know i have like clothes swirling she's like yeah sure and i'm like <laughs> Oh gosh, this is so weird, but it ended up, it was really, they were willing to help me out. So that was really nice. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had, we did some pretty fun stuff that day. 
<laughs> yeah, that Coca-Cola sign that you were talking about earlier is actually for people that are the musicians around the area uh, up in northern Iowa. It's, it's in Fort Dodge downtown. It's actually right next to where like Patty's Pub used to be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's, so if anybody's like, well, where's that at? It's like, it's just pretty much right there. So, um, but yeah, I remember seeing that mural a lot, um, back in the day and it's, it's actually like kind of fun that, you know, Fort Dodge still has some of those mm-hmm. hanging out because I think there's a couple other ones too for other things, but I, off the top of my head, they, you know, escape me, but I do the Coca-Cola one's pretty prominently still on the wall there. So yeah. it's pretty cool. It's like a giant building with a Coca-Cola advertisement painted right on it. So. Yeah. I keep telling my roommate that we need to go to my, uh, near where I, my hometown is because, uh, Atlantic, Iowa is the Coca-Cola capital of Iowa. Yep. So obviously Coca-Cola is pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of Coca-Cola stuff. And I was like, hey, I just got to go down there, you know, get some really cool pictures. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I think it'd be fun. There used to be a bottling factory here in my hometown, uh, which is, um, I don't, I don't like saying my hometown. No, I, uh, it's in Humboldt, but the hometown here. Uh, so yeah, anyways, in Humboldt, there's, a used to be an old Coca-Cola bottling factory and the, I think it sat empty for a long time and then the arts council bought the building. And so like the Humboldt area arts council, um, actually left a lot of the Coca-Cola stuff, like the tiling in the floor. Somebody like spent all the time to cut the tiling to make like Coca-Cola murals in the tile and all this other stuff. And it's all still there. So it's crazy. It's really pretty neat. Yeah. Um, There's, I think there is a museum in Atlantic too, for like everything Coca-Cola. So I'm glad my roommate listens to that then. Yeah, now you guys are going to have to go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go do another photo shoot. <laughs> yep. You'll be there chugging Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. Uh, so that's actually funny. Um, before, <laughs> for the longest time growing up, because uh, in Atlantic, they have Coca-Cola days. And my dad loves Pepsi. And he was always for Pepsi, not a big Coca-Cola fan. Um, so when that would come around... He'd walk around wearing a Pepsi shirt, Pepsi hat, and would be drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> and that's how we went to Coca-Cola days. Dress, dress the whole family in Pepsi outfits. <laughs> if he could, he probably would. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. He sounds like a pretty fun guy, honestly. Like, yeah, just he's a pretty cool stick dude. Stick it to the man kind of deal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's a goofy dude. I yeah. love him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can see where you get it from then. You know, I'm just kidding. That, that uh, is actually... <laughs> 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 I had someone call me an oddball, like couple weeks ago and I after she said it I was like you're not wrong yeah. like I've never claimed to be normal well normal's boring so. exactly and you know why why be why be normal it's yeah more fun so I was thinking about the photo shoot and how when you were, uh, were asking your roommate to get in the dryer um I mean it just made me think well at least the dr- it's the dryer and not a washing machine <laughs> Because, I mean, the clothes would, in theory, be already be clean before yeah. they go into the dryer. So it shouldn't yeah, be that bad. Because, you know, there's heat. So I think it was even warm, like decently warm. So when she sat in it, it was like, you know, it's like a nice little spa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely going to listen to this and roll her eyes at this part. <laughs> oh, but, my gosh. Yeah, like uh, one of your recent pictures you posted on, on your Facebook was of, of you in the laundromat, too. It was something to the effect of, you know, you get that rare experience of being not behind the camera for yeah. once, you know. 
And I saw it had 487 likes or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, you know, like all my thousands of followers. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to them. Okay. No, it was one of those things that was like posted for like 40 minutes and it already had like 30 some likes. I'm like, geez, like I'm late to the game here, you know, but I'm going to get on my Facebook more often, you know, like or whatever. But yeah, no, that so that one was uh, um, my roommate took that one on her phone because I was like, sure, why not? Like, why not capture the moment? Why not? And I had pretty much had her sit in that cart. Yep. For like half the photo shoot. Uh, so she was like, it's your turn. I was going to say, it's punishment now. <laughs> yeah. you, get, you get in the cart. <laughs> so I was like trying to get in it and it's like not the most comfortable thing to sit in. And I was like, oh, hold on. I got to like readjust it. She goes, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sorry. It's, I mean, the pictures look cute. It's worth the pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's been in there for like 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, cool, let's not those, like, so I have, like, two pictures of me sitting in that cart, and I was like, this is, like, perfect, you know, I get my picture with my little camera, and, yeah. uh, it was kind of fun, I actually really like those pictures, she did a good job, like, yeah, uh, she framed it up well, and it's in focus and everything, I taught her so well, (laughs) I got into a discussion with people online about this, actually, which I might, you know, be kind of fun to bounce ideas off of you for this one, um, you're like a budding photographer, you haven't been in the game for like ever or anything, but you're, you're, (laughs) but you're starting to take pictures of a lot of different things, um, for, I mean, like some for businesses. And I mean, you even took some pictures for me and Jesse Wilson, uh, at a show we did. And those pictures are really cool. Still waiting on those pictures. But, uh, <laughs> it's there. I told you, actually, I told you up front to just take your time on hey, them. Hey, I sent you the link. You did, but I'm not just going to pirate them. I want you to put your little watermark oh, okay. in them, you yeah, know. I'll work on, I'll yeah. do that. I forgot about that Yeah. Part, so, I'll well, I mean, that's, that. that's the thing I was actually going to bounce the idea off you. What's your thought process on giving the credit to the photographer? Because that's something I always feel like it takes, like, literally a second to put, like, at the bottom of a post, photo credit this person. Yeah. You know, it literally takes no time at all. Yeah, especially if you're just gonna post about it like even if it's like even if you did like pay for it it's still really nice for you to credit us um but especially if you didn't pay for it oh yeah um definitely like credit the photo photographer yeah my roommate's probably gonna kill me because i didn't Cause, credit yeah, her at i first. saw that was, <laughs> that was her comment in their photo credit me i didn't think about it and then she did it i was like yeah you're right I, yeah, yeah. so then i kind of felt bad but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of like the same thing about <laughs> I could go on a rant about making sure you credit the people that, you know, did that cuz artists necessarily don't get, you know, paid a lot to do their work cuz people don't want to pay a lot to do their work. Yes. Yeah. Um so, I mean, even just especially if they you didn't pay for it and they were willing to do it for cheap or nothing or whatever. Super nice and just credit them like, absolutely uh so then that's the other thing i was going to ask what about like force forcing your hand on it and putting a watermark in there that was because that was something i said to you just like yeah. watermark the corner of it you know yeah so that way on the off chance somebody wants to like try and crop it it's still stuck in there somehow yeah. so they'll still have to see it or whatever um most photographers will do that from what i know um there is like different ways so like if you pay for the there's a specific like rights that you can pay for to be able to pretty much have the photo Mm -hmm. um and you can use it for whatever you want without having our brand on it but um you'd have like the specific like the rights to it you have to ask 
like for permission type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't understand why you wouldn't credit your photog- the photographer. Like, why not just yeah, boost give, them, help them, like give them a shout out at least yeah. a little bit? Because I mean, it's like you said, not not only just photographers, but we're talking graphic designers, which are graphic designer as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, like how many graphic designers get their stuff just pirated like crazy? It happens yeah. all the time. You yeah. Know? So. Um, and it, yeah. it takes like two seconds to write credit to and then yeah. tag us in it. Like, or, just, or just like a camera emoji and then a tag, you know, yeah. like it's, it takes it, nothing. Yeah. But. Anymore with how fast people type or text. Yeah. It's fine. Well, You're, it's all half emojis anyways. I think we're going back to hieroglyphics at this point. Probably. Honestly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, that was something I, I got in a debate with somebody uh, online because somebody said is, you know, that would, they posed the question, should photographers be credited in photos? And then, you know, that opened up the can of worms of like, well, if you're paying them, it's slightly debatable. But if, you know, once again, we're talking about, did you pay them just to take pictures or did mm-hmm. you pay them for the rights for the pictures? Yeah. You know, so there's, those are two different things in my, you know, my, I don't, I'm not a photographer, so I don't know, but those are two different things in my opinion. So if you're doing those kind of things then um, yeah, then you, there might be up some room for a debate, but if you didn't take the picture, you didn't pay anyone. Like, I think it should be absolutely mandatory to, yeah. to credit them. I mean, I just don't get why you wouldn't like, <laughs> yeah, they deserve the credit. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't take the picture unless somehow you can magically stand there and not be, you know, selfie stick type, but you know, whatever, I guess if you want to do a selfie stick type of pictures go yeah. right ahead. But yeah, no, I, I mean, there is ways to take pictures of yourself, but <laughs> that's a different story. Anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> sorry, that was way off topic. Um, yeah, I just realized that I my I guess my opinion is if you have to think about it, just 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 credit credit yeah. them. So that's something else I started doing was like when I first started Audible Farm, I was videotaping a lot of bands and doing things like that. And I was like, well, I, you know, if I'm not going to videotape, I might as well take pictures, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I you know quit videotaping some bands and started just taking pictures instead. And then I realized like very quickly that people are just like, you know, don't credit you. And it's like I honestly don't care, but like. Once again, you can't take a picture of yourself, you know, yeah. especially if you're like playing guitar or doing something. Yeah. So like, why not credit the person that went out of their way to do it? Because yeah. it's not like I don't get to enjoy the music while I'm taking pictures, but I'm also like not paying attention to the music. I'm paying attention I mean, to the like, pictures. Even just like sharing, like, let's say you took a picture of me doing who knows what. Podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. Like even just sharing the post from like Audible Farm. And so s- then people <laughs> will see audible farm like instead of saving it and reposting that's another thing that kind of bothers me that also takes way less time (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, and i get it because some people want to feel like they get the credit for it you see a lot of that in the meme world where like there's like different pages or groups online that share memes and then Mm -hmm. somebody will just pirate the meme and then share it on their own page like they thought of it and made it you know it's like uh, um but you know that is what it is on my i guess on my facebook i know of a couple people that'll do that they're always about four or five days behind on the meme too and it's like well you missed the boat but whatever you know know. Uh, anymore on social media sometimes i'm just like i don't wanna yeah Uh, because i scroll through half of them i'm like i've seen this like a million times don't know why you're sharing this (laughs) one of my favorite social media platforms for that is is reddit they're, like, oh, they're brutal about it if you share something you'll they'll hear you'll get you know down arrowed and like 40 people will be like we saw this yesterday it's 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 insanity but <laughs> old news yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding uh oh, but gosh. i mean it is what it is so like one thing i started doing was taking pictures and i mean 
I just take pictures with my iPhone, and I admitted that in this post that somebody had made, and somebody hopped on there and made a comment about how, like, since I'm taking pictures with an iPhone, it doesn't count. And it's like, how does it not count? Because I'm still, like, I'm not zooming in, you know, 8x Uh to make it all grainy and nasty and and so i'm still walking like right up to the people with the full full optics of the camera and i mean like here's the thing is that like the amount of like you follow like pretty famous people on social media and let's say that they share one of their somebody that took a picture of them at the concert that they went to and they thought it was really cool so they decided to share it on theirs they still credit the person yeah and it could have been an iphone shot samsung whatever they still credit the person. Yeah. So it's like, just do it. Like, it's not going to degrade your post. <laughs> no, it's not going to make it any worse. And half the time it's buried so deep that you have to click see more anyways mm-hmm. to even see the photo credit. But like, yeah. why, why not put it in there yeah. at least, you know? Seriously. But Gosh. it was pretty funny though, because like someone, you know, to be like, well, it doesn't count because it's an iPhone, but I didn't even get the time to reply to them and somebody else jumped in and defended me and they were like, you know, an iPhone... If you go get a new iPhone, it's like a grand. Mm-hmm. And I get it that like a, a good camera, like a decent camera is like two grand. Mm-hmm. But like the optics in an iPhone camera are pretty good, honestly. Yeah. So, so I mean, they have so much good technology now. So but, so it's yeah. not like you're taking pictures with like like a Polaroid or like a disposable camera or something. You know, you're actually still taking pictures with a decent camera. Yeah. So then it comes down to like knowing how to use it. Are you are you pinching and zooming in from like 400 feet away mm-hmm. to like try and take a close-up yeah. shot so it looks like <laughs> junk or or how are you framing well, like, it? Even um so there's a TV show that just came out recently like a month or two ago called Exposure and it's like one of those competition shows but it's the first uh phone camera challenge. So they take like actual photographers and then they give them a Samsung phone because obviously they sponsored it Um, and they do challenges with the phone camera and like so obviously there's some pretty good technology with the phone uh and i actually really love watching that show it's kind of (laughs) it's fun the different challenges that they do but yeah I, I just say why just do it just just credit yeah whoever took the picture i don't just do it like even if you don't have to why not just do it like yeah, and I thought it was pretty funny that somebody actually came to my defense before I even had a chance to like defend myself. They're yeah. like, you know, technology and this person, you know, if you at least have an eye for framing, because that's something else that like, I mean, I could, I could take a picture. You could, t- my mom can take pictures. My dog can take pictures. Everyone can take a picture on a phone. But like, if you don't, you know, it's different if it's just like. I want to take a picture, you know, if if your roommate had taken a picture of you and you're all the way on the left end of the photo or mm-hmm. something or like. You know, it's like, this doesn't look very good. Or like, you're like way top centered on it or something. It's like, that's, I mean, you can crop around it, I guess. But then you're like, you know, losing the size of the photo or you might be altering the resolution to try and zoom in on. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different stuff you can wreck on the photo if you're not framing it correctly. The more editing you do, the less of the photo you end up with Mm -hmm. in, in the long run. So that was always something I tried to do was just like, make it so you don't have to like crop stuff out and like, you know, frame everything correctly, like walk up to people and take the picture and well, that was like one of the things that we learned in photography like in the class was that yes you can do you can edit a photo but can you take a picture good enough that you don't really need to edit it yeah and that was the goal uh was to learn how to adjust the camera properly to do what you want it to do yes and i mean fancier cameras you can 
get away yes. with the Zoom technology on it a little bit better than yes. just some digital stuff on a... That's very true. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but here's... Like, I mean... Do you remember when we were in school, I was like the person that was the communications director. So I did a bunch of social media stuff. So I took everyone's pictures for the, oh gosh, the student yes. of the week. And then I remember when I, I mean, when it was my turn to be student of the week, I can't take my own picture. So I had somebody else take Selfie. it and it, oh, I thought about it, <laughs> but I had them take the picture of me and it was like from about like where my belly button was. They had it like just down here and they took a picture of me and it's like, that's not a flattering angle. And so then I had to like get somebody else to take it, but it was like all off centered and stuff. And then I was, I just kept like fishing people around. I'm like, Hey, can you take a picture of me? Can you take a picture of me? And then finally somebody got it right. But it was just weird to be like, by the way, he didn't ask me. So you, you weren't a photographer yet. <laughs> you still didn't ask me, but okay. Yeah. It probably would have turned out great. Um, I know, right? Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it is what it is though, too. Like not, once again, not everyone's got the eye for, you know, taking a photo, just like not everyone's got the eye for fashion as I sit here with, you know, the clothes that I'm wearing. So like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in here wearing plaidish brown pants, you know, whatever. But um, it is what it is though, you know, so not everyone's got the eye for everything. And that's something, it's not like I'm a great photographer, but at least, you know, I also have the knowledge to like, well, let's take 400 pictures and throw away 378 of them. Well, so that's that exactly way what we were always, another thing we were taught was to take like a hundred pictures for at least 15, good, for like 15 good ones. That's yeah. I mean, that sounds about like the ratio, honestly. And so that's what we were taught, which, okay. So going back to the show that I was telling uh, exposure, one guy decided to take two pictures <laughs> And he was like, okay, I'm good. And that's what he did. And I was just like, ah. what? <laughs> like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Sorry. That, uh, did he I, win? <laughs> he's in the top three right now. So, so he, you know, I guess if you really know what you're doing, you could probably pull it off, you know, but yeah, at the same I rate. I don't like, think he like got very high on that challenge, but he still made it through, but. I was just, when, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's a big mistake. That's going to kill you right off the start. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I even did that with like refinishing the guitars when I'd make those little guitar videos and I'd, you know, throw, yeah, you're looking at the one guitar I refinished, but when I would like take and steal his one guitar. So <laughs> I mean, I'm not for the record. I am not stealing his guitar. <laughs> so when it shows up missing, I know who to turn to. Not me. <laughs> No, but like even that, I was just like, well, we'll take a picture from this angle and that angle. We'll take a full full shot of it. And then we'll get really close up. Then we'll show some detail mm -hmm. on, on this part of it and that part of it. And do all, you know, and it's like, and eventually, you know, you go to make the video and it's like, the videos are like a video mixed with a slideshow for the most part with music in them. They're not nothing like super special, but like, it's still, okay, they're great. Don't laugh, but <laughs> they're great. Go watch them now. Uh, but he's <laughs> <laughs> really doing a good job talking himself up. Um, they probably are better than what he talks because he likes to not like boost himself up so <laughs> that's very true peter is fantastic no there's there's actually one of the videos i did make uh it actually has like 15 or sixteen thousand views which is a lot for just some guy in iowa doing a slideshow of a wow, guitar so it's like i was right <laughs> you're <art> fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like, it turned out to be a good deal like when you take too many photos then it's not like you know then you find the best ones and you crunch them in there and it actually ends up you know being 
you know, worth your time because then you can don't you don't have to be like, well, now I wish I would have taken more pictures of this mm-hmm. this stage of the guitar, or that stage of the yeah. guitar, or whatever. And so. well, like maybe the photo that you thought, like when you were taking it, you're like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a good idea, and then you look at it and you're like, oh, that didn't turn yeah. out. Yeah. So it's always good to take more than one. Yeah. Picture exactly. And you took pictures for me and Jesse, and that was yeah. that was something that was really neat. Um, I've never had people really like like with the purpose of taking pictures at a show. I don't think I've ever had like a there's only been a couple shows I've been to where like, you know, photographer, professional photographers have showed up and to do that kind of stuff. And some of them do it on, you know, their own time. Um, Des Moines used to have a handful of photographers that would come to shows and take pictures and then, you know, watermark them and, you know, because it mm-hmm. doubles their exposure. Yeah, of course. It makes total sense. I'm in on that. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, there's not too many of those that happen anymore. Or maybe they just don't go to our shows, which is totally fine. With me. You know, it's fine. You know, I mean punk music's not for everybody but uh in i was we played in iowa city and i believe it was a uh, like man i don't want to get this wrong i think it was shadow fox photography that took the pictures of us down there so uh shout out to them i guess you know that was that was actually a really good picture of me and a really good picture of john that came out of that one so mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of cool because like i said i can't take a picture of myself you know and if somebody knows what they're doing it's better than you know someone from 40 feet back zooming in on an iphone so <laughs> Uh, you know, it's pretty cool. So it's it's neat to have that kind of stuff happen. But, you know, then we were like, well, we want somebody to come take pictures of us because we might be able to get a couple decent ones that we can use for like promotional purposes or whatever yeah. for me and Jesse or like maybe just one of Jesse for him for himself, you know, or whatever. And he actually did tinker with a couple of those and they looked pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, I had fun uh, messing with a couple of them. <laughs> and the only reason we didn't take them and use them yet is because they're not watermarked and i mean we could give you the credit but I st- i'm still like watermark it so that way yeah. that way if somebody uh, else I tries to get steal that it done, you know. so that one that, yeah yeah because i mean like i will get that done it comes right back it's down on to my list doing the watermark thing you know but it's super funny though because like i used to take pictures of bands at shows and then i started like watermarking things and people would be like can you not watermark this and send me the actual one it's like oh I mean, I could, I guess, Doom. but like, but like, could you give me credit for it? And then, you know, they don't. So I quit, I quit unwatermarking things and sending them the originals. But like the other end is just like, if you're really that hard up, just crop it out, I guess, you know, like whatever, <laughs> you know, but at the same rate, it comes back down to like, why not, you know, why not? Why not just, just credit, credit them? And that was something else. Like I could have just asked you like, Hey, you want to come take pictures and just do it for the fun of it. But we actually like. You know, we're making money playing music, so we might as well just pitch you some money. So we pitched you some money for it. I don't know if it's like your first quote unquote paying gig on your own, but it's still, it was kind of. Technically, no. No, good. So, but I don't don't know what rates you charge, but we just came out with a number and we're just like, hey, here you go. And you sent me a couple edits and I was just like, dude, you're crazy. How much time did this take? And you're like, it's like five minutes. I'm like, and I'm like, what? And you're like, you could do this. I'm like, if I could do this, I'd be doing it, you know? So. Um, you know, once again, you, you don't boost yourself up too much either, but it's, it's still like you it's do. probably why we're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you do really good work and uh, don't sell yourself short. You know, I talked about you uh, a few episodes back. I kind of gave you a little plug in the outro for that. So it was kind of fun to, you know, you know, give you a shout out there because you did take pictures and they did turn out pretty good. But like I said, I, I, all I saw was the proofs and I didn't want to just pirate them and be like, <laughs> Oh yeah, look at these great pictures somebody took, and you know. It's well, like, maybe since now I'm talking about it and people are hearing about it, I will post them so that way they can be shared. <laughs> I'm not. I don't mean to just give you crap about it for like a half an hour straight, but like. <laughs> but they're, they're all out. this podcast is is Peter. <laughs> I just brought you over here to it. harass you. <laughs> Where are those pictures at? No, but they'll be out soon. I know they will. I mean, within whenever. So like just. Within whatever. Oh yeah, I mean it's so check out um check out 
Mackenzie's page. Oh, we've got to look at the notes here. Uh, you are on Facebook and Instagram as Schwinky Artistry. If you don't know how to spell Schwinky, it's in the description section. Just click on the links. They'll be right down there. So Most likely, you probably won't know how to spell my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to be like, I know how to spell it, but I think the last time you were on the podcast, I spelled it wrong um, when you came over. You were like, <laughs> you spelled my name wrong, and I was like, oh, my bad. Yeah, like, uh, I, at this point, I just kind of let people do it. I, they're going to get it wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> change your name to something easy <laughs> <laughs> even like mckenzie though that's another one where people spell mckenzie like There's 400 so many different, different ways, ways. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, mine I, is the obviously the correct way well yes yeah, <laughs> it's debatable no it's true no it's debatable no <laughs> i uh you know i have a really easy name but believe it or not every time i go somewhere and they're like what's the name on this i'm like peter and they're like okay and then i come in and it's like what did you what's your name peter like what did you end up ordering i ordered this and then they come back and like my cup has like Tanner written on it or something. And it's just like, you might as well have written like Steve Bob or something, you know, like it's not even close, but like, Steve. I don't know. Like, so, but I mean, it's to the point now where I'm on like the phone with people. I'm like Peter with a P at the beginning. And it's like, some people are probably like, this guy is insane. Yeah. Whenever uh, I like say my name over the phone and I know I'm like, it's for something like kind of important. I, I'll just go, Mackenzie Swanky, M-A, <laughs> just start spelling out my whole name because I just start into it. I don't even like wait till they ask because I just know it's going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least my, you know, my name is still pretty simple. Even Stockdale is pretty easy. Um, sometimes people will spell with a B instead of a D, which blows my mind. Stockdale. I don't get it, but like. Uh, you know, you stock a bail. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> But I, I do have to say thank you. Uh, I guess like this would be the most public way to say thank you for taking pictures of me and Jesse. I know that they're going to go a long ways for, for both of us. If you guys are in the north central Iowa area and you're looking for somebody to take pictures. Or if up. you want to pay me to go over to wherever you are. Yes. Uh, that's another thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was so thankful that I bought you a smoothie afterwards. <laughs> like that's, that's how thankful I was because you showed me some of the pictures. Like these are pretty neat. So, um, But yeah, I'm... You know, that's just something I was, I would recommend Mackenzie. She's just, I mean, one of very few people I know that does this in a professional manner. I mean, I paid you, you're a professional. So that's, you know, that's what makes you a professional. So hair flip, you know, <laughs> not, not from me though. No hair flip for me, but, but yeah, I mean, like, as far as I'm concerned, you're like one of very few people I would, you know, hit up to do pictures. Cause I don't know too many people that actually take pictures mm-hmm. with nice cameras and know how to edit them and do things like that. You know, I mean, like you said, we can all do it with iPhones and stuff and there's pretty simple filters you can toss on there from just an iPhone, which is what I use for audible farm, but it's still like, you know, it's, it's nice when I'm playing the guitar. I can't take pictures of myself once again. So it's nice to have somebody else there taking pictures because I take so many pictures at jam nights and shows and even like I'll play with Jesse and we'll bring other people on stage and it's like, I guess I'll take a picture of everyone else on stage except for me, you know, know. And, and then it's that's like, like the sucky part about <laughs> only sucky part about being a photographer is that. Uh, you don't really get pictures of yourself. Yeah. I do actually have a picture of you taking pictures at a jam night, though, because you came to a jam night oh, and, I was, yeah, and I was like, I about that. yeah, I'll send it to you. You can do whatever you want. You can just oh, delete gosh. it or whatever. But um, it's a great picture because I'm a good photographer, too. And uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, did I go too far with the boosting my own ego? That now? was hilarious. <laughs> no, I love that. That was great. But it was funny because you came to one jam night once just to hang out. And then I was just like, you bring your camera and just take some pictures. I bet people would go, you know, go nuts if you mm-hmm. ended up taking some good pictures. And I don't know, like maybe they all turned out like trash because whatever. But like, it was a little hard because I needed a tripod, and at the time I didn't have a tripod. So and the lighting is kind of goofy. The lighting is a little down. So in order to 
if I adjust it properly, I would have to have something to hold it still. So that was like the hard part. Was oh, yeah. Because if the lighting's down and you want to actually mm-hmm. boost the lighting, you got to yeah. increase the exposure, which is yeah, going to make... Yeah, the shutter speed's going to slow down. So how quickly the picture takes is the shutter speed for anybody that doesn't know that. I didn't even go to school for this and I know that. No, but... Snap! Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So the slower the shutter speed, the more you have to hold it still or... Uh, the the object you're taking has to hold still too yeah <laughs> so otherwise you might end up with like a blurry hand or yeah. something like which that which i mean if you're going guitar. for that that works but if you're not yeah it, yeah it's a little difficult but yeah, it would be kind of weird if somebody's like halfway through a word then their mouth is like blurry or like you know something like it. so i get what you're saying too yeah. it's uh it's a little awkward with oh, that yeah. kind of stuff um i i don't know i you did take one picture of me um, while I was sitting there watching people play music, and I almost made it my profile picture. But I, the only reason I didn't is because I, for some reason, like to hide online. Uh, I had I had a picture that Emery Brown from the Sleepover had taken of me uh, playing the blue hydro dip guitar that I had, and that was my picture for like ever. And I, I mean, I'm talking like four years, and then before um. before that, I had the same profile picture for like. Five years. I mean, like, I've only had, like, three profile pictures in ten years on Facebook or something, so... Um, I'm going to need everybody who listens to this to, if uh, they think that Peter should change his picture to the picture I post, to do hashtag Peter change your profile picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I won't check the hashtag. No. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so funny if that blew up. (laughs) Oh, it just blows up. goes viral. No, I, uh, I don't know. I... I do the podcast here, but I don't really want to like stand out in the limelight and be like the podcast is about me. And so many people want to try and find me and, and badger me online, which is weird. So I have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Facebook friend requests just sitting there from like literally any Tom, Dick and Harry and Gosh. or and Jane that's holding a guitar. And so I tried to hide. Yeah, I'm going to have to close that window here in a second. But uh, is that a mower? Yeah. That, oh, oh yeah, I see. it. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> driving by with a lawnmower. Um. But yeah, so I changed my profile picture to a, a cereal box. I'm now one of the Captain Crunch monsters, um, which well now everybody can find you. Yeah, so, I know. So, I'm so have to you've got to change it. I have to change it again. Hashtag change <laughs> your profile picture. Oh well, I will. All right, I'll change it and I'll, I'll give you credit. Yes. <laughs> that was like funny because I told you I was like I might, I might use this as my profile picture, and the very first thing you said back was give me credit for it. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, all right. So we're all on the same page about giving credit where credit to do for sure. Um, let's change gears here a little bit. Cause, uh, obviously we've talked a lot about you being a photographer yeah. and, uh, you do the graphic design work. We talked about that last time. We also talked about, uh, your culinary stuff in the last Lots episode. Um, we talked a little bit about how you sing, uh, on the last episode, but I had like no experience with you singing. So I was like, all right, well, let's just gloss over this real quick. But I actually went and saw you sing. You invited me to go watch you sing at a church. And, um, I'm going to tell you like, I'm going to, say it like i did there uh i was oh, like gosh. surprised it was you singing like it was that good and i'm not trying to be like i didn't think you were a good singer but it, your singing voice is so much different than your speaking voice that it was just like who's that and i was like that's mackenzie singing like holy cow <laughs> and even tyler doll was uh-huh. just like he backed me up a little bit on it. he's like yeah you do sing really good and it's different than your vo- you know yeah. your regular speaking voice so it definitely is um yeah 
And I, as I, you know, shout out to Tyler Dahl. He listens to like every episode. So, um, woot woot. yeah, he's getting married this weekend. So. No way. So congratulations. Congratulations, <laughs> uh, Mr. Dahl. That's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, you know, shout out to him. He was the one that uh, listened to the episode and told you I gave you a shout out on the episode. Yeah. So. Um, it's very hard for me to have time to listen to like anything. To oh, be honest, all I so. do is drive on the road, so that's all I do is listen <laughs> to podcasts. But I don't listen to my own because that'd be weird, you know. Yeah, see, hearing my own voice just like. Mm. Yeah, nobody likes it, but there's a science behind that because yeah. within your own brain, you feel like your voice has more bass, and then when you hear it yeah. audio recorded, it has less bass. Yeah. And the whole bass is the fact that it resonates through the water in your skull. Oh my gosh, and all we're gonna get very technical here, and my brain's gonna be hurting here. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be hurting my brain. Soon. <laughs> but okay so we're gonna go back to the singing thing Cause I, yeah. so i go to church um and i'm not gonna call myself out but it's the first time i'd been to a church in a while and it was um not bad it was a very nice church i don't know i'm you you and i've talked about it. i'm just not yeah. much of a church person but i went to the church and it was actually pretty fun your pastor there was a really fun guy nice young guy and, uh, <laughs> uh has has lots of actually he throws a lot of jokes in there here yeah. and there and he sprinkles them in nicely so it's not like he's doing a comedy routine but he's, <laughs> but he's got some pretty good timing with his jokes so he knows how to lift yes he talks about mood, something really serious keep people paying attention <laughs> yeah talks about something really serious and then brings it like right back you know uh-huh. i think one of my favorite ones was uh he was talking about how um jesus was going somewhere to do something because he was kind of run down you know and he was talking about how rough jesus was having of a time and then he goes so jesus goes to have a spa day and <laughs> and then so then he just goes right back into talking about it so like you said it's one of those things where you're just like wait a second did you say spa day yeah. like all right i'm back in you know like <laughs> so but yeah i got i got to listen to you play piano and sing and and you're a really good singer so how did you realize you were a good singer does or you know so or that's like, weird that's a weird question because i uh for the longest time i just thought i was just yeah i was okay all right keep I talking could, i'm gonna close the window okay I could kind of, uh, I was pretty much at the point where I was like, you know, I could kind of keep, you know, play, sing the right note. <laughs> uh, and then I was doing choir throughout, um, pretty much as long as I could. And then when I went to Iowa Central, I started doing that. And, um, then, uh, when I got to the, I think I started singing on a worship team when I was in high school is when I first started. And, um, it was only like slightly, I didn't really lead. Um, it was more just harmonizing, which was great. Cause it was great experience. Uh, harmonizing isn't always the easiest thing for a lot of people. So if you can do it, you know, it's always good to learn. Um, uh, I'll admit that I, well, first and foremost, I'll admit that I can't sing very good anyways. Um, I can, I can, I can be passable, but mm-hmm. harmonizing is difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. Um, I have to at least hear it first, what I'm supposed to do before I can even do it. So if somebody's like harmonize to this on the fly, nope. Yeah. I can, I can actually pretty well harmonize on the fly. The When it gets difficult for me is if I have another person harmonizing and then I have to Ooh. find another harmony that can be challenging for me. Um, unless I already know what I need to sing um and I it's different from what they have like if I already have something different than what they have um then it's fine but yeah that's where my struggle is but it's a work in progress but ever to teach myself how to harmonize if I was listening to a song on the radio I would harmonize with the people that were harmonizing um that's how I taught myself pretty much was just constantly harmonizing with the songs that I was hearing on the radio and somehow you know just kind of picked up some stuff I'm sure it takes some practice. So like, 
guitar, you play chords on a guitar, and I can pick out different notes in the chords and figure out what chords people are playing. But for some reason, when people are singing in harmonies, it just blurs all together into yeah. like one voice, yeah. like like barbershop quartet stuff. <laughs> like it just sounds like one really weird octave fold voice, and I'm just like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. But it sounds good. So yeah, uh, I actually taught myself how to play piano because of singing. Uh, it was completely on accident. So. Um, I started slowly leading worship for like a couple songs every now and then. And uh, in order to practice, because we do some songs in a different key, according to your voice. And um, so I would teach myself the chords in order to be able to just play the chord whenever it comes so I could hear um, what my part is like what how what is it where's where's the note <laughs> oh, okay uh so i needed to be able to like pick up the note just from hearing the intro uh and uh so that's how i just i started teaching myself what each chord was and then i slowly like over i want to say like a year or so just started playing more and more and being able to figure out more and more and um, I did have a little help from someone, um, kind of teaching me how she does a couple of different things. And then, yeah, otherwise majority of it is me making it up. And if there's a specific like part in a worship song, like, so if anybody knows reckless love, um, the intro part, uh, it's a specific one. So if anybody hears it, they'd know exactly that it's that song. Mm -hmm. Um, and I play that by ear. Like, I pluck it out depending on the chord. Uh, I'll pluck it out, and then I, I'm good to go. Um, very much play by ear. But <laughs> taught myself how to play piano, and then I think it was about a year ago that um, the lady that did play piano for us, uh, she was going to be gone, so she's like, hey, would you be willing to take over? And I was like, wait, what? Like, and I, <laughs> I was a little shocked and I was like, I mean, sure, why not? Like I was just kind of, just kind of took it and was willing to just put myself in that situation. And uh, I wasn't supposed to sing with it, um, but they needed somebody to harmonize. So then I started harmonizing while playing, which was very much out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that'd be hard. Um, yeah, I was terrified because I'm already doing something new with playing the piano in front of people and then throwing me harmonizing that yeah. <laughs> was like holy crap but uh it actually went well and then slowly uh just recently I started just lead, being able to lead worship and play piano and it's a kind of a different ball uh ball field than what I I'm used to but uh surprisingly it's going decent I mean I still hit a couple wrong notes Sometimes well, more than I want to admit, but <laughs> we all hit wrong notes. Yeah. That's that's but, just the aim of the game. Yeah, but yeah, I just kind of put myself in that situation, and uh, when you get asked, I guess I just said yes. You know, being willing to say yes and uh, seeing what happens, and I uh, gotten a lot of compliments, and uh, actually, just recently, a couple of months ago, I started um, about once a month going to Harlan. And leading worship there um, for them uh, at Harvest of Hope in oh I thought I heard something no. sorry in Harlan Iowa um, it's my roommates uh, her parents uh, are the head of the church so oh cool uh, so they got asked I go down there and 
have a lot of fun with them. They could treat me like royalty. It's, kind of like, <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, and I have a lot of fun. I love getting to sing and lead worship, and uh, yeah, I just I love getting to do it. I, it's just one of my favorite things is being able to lead people in worship, and uh, I just feel like that's a pretty incredible honor, I guess, for me. But yeah, I mean, it's a pretty powerful thing to do, honestly, too. Um, I. It's, and we t- might have talked about this a little bit on, on the previous podcast. And I know I've mentioned it before, so if you're hearing this again, I'm sorry. But like, I do, I did start playing guitar like on my own and kind of just I bought like a chord book and like these are the chords or whatever. But the first place I ever got any exposure to playing guitar with other people was at a church, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's pretty neat to be able to hone your craft at a place like a church. I mean, the probably the best part about it is nobody in a church is going to be mean. You're not going to like mm-hmm. walk off the stage and people are just going to be like, "You sucked," you know. <laughs> they're they're going to be pretty supportive of you. So uh, it's it's pretty awesome, um, which is a far cry from. Like some of the first shows I played outside of church were uh, in front of my high school peers mm-hmm. and uh, not very supportive. But um, yeah, especially with churches, like a lot of them, especially like your smaller churches, they don't really have, you know, that much of a pick for, and some people aren't musically talented that a lot of them that go to the church, they just don't, they don't have that talent. Um, so if they're able to find someone, if you're willing to learn, they're willing to like, let you help. Like they want the help. Like, mm-hmm. um, so like with me playing piano, they had a need and, um, I was willing to step in and do it. So, um, yeah, honestly, churches are so willing to let you, you know, help them out because you know we need the help sometimes sometimes we don't have that many people that want to lead worship or can or have that skill you know so it makes me think like do some smaller churches like do what you're you know what you're doing is like borrowing somebody from another church and be like can you come over here and do some of this you know some people do yeah you know i mean otherwise what are you gonna end up you're gonna end up with somebody just says like pulls a kazoo out of their sock and they're like all right we're gonna do this song and just like you know like i don't know but I I don't know. I guess you could always do the whole pre-recorded karaoke style type yeah, stuff they, too. Yeah, they some I know like the really small churches that let's say they have like somebody that can actually sing that they'll do, you know, the YouTube instrumental versions of songs and then they just have you know, you sing along with it or whatever and which isn't that as much fun, but they at least have something. But I don't know why, but I was just thinking, like, what if there's ads on those videos? I would assume they would try their best not to put them on Probably. those types of videos. But like, oh gosh, that would be horrible. <laughs> it's like, ah, go to petco.com and buy your pets. I don't even know if Petco is still a thing, but like, <laughs> no word from our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just like some mid American energy commercial starts blaring in the church. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But yeah, it's, I guess that's, once again, that's just, it's kind of neat to think about that kind of stuff because it's something that but a lot of people don't really like think too much about because, I mean, I, I grew up in a Baptist church and there's always 400,000 people singing like the whole time, you know, it's just like all Baptist churches is singing and, and, mm-hmm. and getting talked down upon, but uh, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. I was oh, just making goodness. a joke and I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry so for everybody out there that's Baptist. Um, because I was raised Baptist, so it's, um, you know, I was 
probably one of the best things that ever happened to me though was was given you know having somebody give me the opportunity to use my skills in a church because i don't mm-hmm. know if i would have actually played anywhere else had it not been for that so yeah. um it definitely helps like boost your uh comfort with like being in front of a crowd like yes. especially for me like when I was first starting singing, I was very shy to be out in front of people. Um, but the more I grew into it, the more I had chances to be up there, um, I guess the more successful I felt like I got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just the better, it, the more comfortable I was with being out there. And uh, now I'm like not afraid to do... <laughs> weird stuff and you know whatever it is that you know yeah like leading your own service yeah uh, you know for singing and that's yeah. that's something that's pretty wild to me i don't know if i'd i mean i play a lot of music but i've i've only played the front man bit a few times and it's it's nerve-wracking you yeah. know but uh, once again i guess if and you especially get... with worship it's a little different um well some churches uh they add like spontaneous worship so whatever you know comes to your heart start singing it <laughs> and oh, wow. so like the song that i think i did when you were there a little bit of it was spontaneous but oh crazy so there's that for you but that's pretty awesome <laughs> I, I, uh, man i don't know that's like just making stuff up on the fly so that's yeah. that's pretty wild it's pretty crazy so how comfortable are you playing like uh chords and things on the fly like if somebody was playing some chords and they were just like these are the chords play along could you just do it um, yeah, probably. Um, if I, if they told me what the chords are, um, most likely I could decently figure it out. Um, I think I would have a little bit of struggles with knowing the order, mm-hmm. like what, what's going to come next type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think it, I know I could play the chords, <laughs> Yeah. but yeah, I think that would be where my struggle is, is, um, knowing the order of when they, if I just screw up the order type of thing, but. All right, so here we're going with the next question. Oh, so no. uh, when are you going to not bring a camera to Jam Night and bring a piano to Jam Night and play along with us? Ooh, snap. Because, uh. and I'm not trying to like put anything <laughs> down here, but like, I mean, it's, you, we can go like a whole song just playing C, F, and G over and over again. Really? It's not mm. terribly hard, okay. you know? So like, it's just one of those things like it's C, F, and G, you know, mm-hmm. or like, and then we might just change the pattern once in the song or something, you know, like. A lot of like folk and blues songs utilize the same pattern for the majority of the songs. So uh, even a lot of country songs do that. So, uh, but like I said, like they might change for the chorus, you know. But it's like the still this just the same. Or like, there's four chords, you know, and that's mm-hmm. most songs are comprised of four chords yeah. usually. So I don't know. I might. I guess I didn't think of that because I never saw a piano there. Uh, I've seen people playing a jug there i've seen people playing a violin there i've seen people playing flute there 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 was a guy with a wash tub bass there which is like a wash tub oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i saw that yeah yeah you Um, see the picture of that That yeah i think i was there when he brought it yes you were actually yeah uh well maybe you could maybe convince me to (laughs) step out of my comfort zone a little bit more (laughs) It's benefited you this, you know, yeah. thus far. I will have to say the same thing though. I was, uh, I was very brash and willing to do just about anything when I was growing up, and at some point in time, reality hit me in the face, and I just like went into my shell. It mm-hmm. was like it was like I never had a shell to begin with growing up, and then at some point in time, it was just, just yeah, 
I don't, I don't go anywhere. I don't talk to anyone. I don't do anything new. Mm-hmm. I don't try anything new. And I'm starting to finally like bust out of my shell again. I think some of that might be the fact that like when I was growing up, it was like, I know everything and I could do everything and I could you know run higher and jump faster and whatever oh, ever, than everybody else, you know? And then I just realized like you go out in the real world, like I, I suck at everything, you know, I really don't know anything. So I got to like work on this or whatever. So, um, you know, the better I get at things, the better it is, but it's also one of those things where it's just like, hey, you want to come play some lead guitar on this stuff? And it's like, oh, man, I don't know. And then just, it's just like, well, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, like yeah. I get nervous at first. But it's like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I feel like um, once I got into it, I feel like I'd be fine as long as I uh, – I think I could hear it pretty well. I'm, I mean, I feel like I play by ear a lot, so that's how I figure out whether I'm playing the wrong note, like yeah. and all that stuff. Like I, you just hear it like that. I don't know how else to explain it besides that. I just hear it. Like I just hear when it's off. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll give, uh, a maybe with leaning on. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> so someday maybe you might end up thinking about possibly coming to a jam night with, with a keyboard of some sort. Use hashtag Mackenzie. Go to jam night. Yeah. Mackenzie, change your profile jam night <laughs> picture. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so the other thing was uh, when we were working together, because we worked together for a while mm-hmm. um, at a place, and when we were working there, uh, you were like, I kind of want to learn how to play guitar. So mm-hmm. I found a cheap guitar, and I'm going to be the first to admit it was a cheap guitar. It's not fancy. It doesn't play the greatest, but it's it's an acoustic guitar that it works, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not great. So... Um, you could spend more money and learn on something easier to play, but you once again, you're spending more money. So yeah. that's the double-edged sword of the guitar, uh, which was something I actually talked about with Jeremy Ober. It's, it's like the most heartbreaking thing ever. You can buy a cheap guitar, but it's harder to play. And ironically, those are the guitars they give to beginners, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks, you know, yeah. honestly, because it's like, why do you want to learn? It'd be like learning how to drive in a car without power steering and a manual. You know, it's just like, this is not the easiest way to learn, but I guess if you can learn on this, you can learn on anything. Yeah. So, but, uh... Obviously, you got busy in your life. I got busy in my life. I started working more. I started doing other things. I went back to school. You went back to school. Moved away. Didn't talk for a while. Whatever. But we never ended up doing any lessons or anything like yeah. that. And you never took any lessons on your own. But I now that I know that you learned how to play the piano on your own, I'm like all but for certain you could learn how to play the guitar on your own. Maybe. <laughs> it's Well, I learned on my own. So if I can learn on my own and you can learn all the things that you've learned in your life, I definitely would assume you could. So I'm still gonna. Uh, I still feel like you should just help me. <laughs> I, I would be <laughs> for more some the, things because uh, be I feel like the, there's just some things that I'm like are over my head. It's a little different playing guitar compared to playing piano. I feel like because like there's with piano you're hitting notes uh, yep. and. But then with guitar, you have to worry about strumming. You have to worry about, uh, you know, where your one hand is at. And I just, yeah, I don't know why, but it, I bet it's you a could, little different, I guess, to me. It but. is a little different, but I bet you could pull it off. I mean, you're right, though. The piano, you're hitting a key that hits a hammer that hits a string, whereas you're doing all that work with just your fingers for yeah. the most part on a guitar. But yeah. And like I said, the guitar that I located for you and, and helped you get um, was not a high-end guitar by any means mm-hmm. so it's gonna be tougher to learn on that than it would be a different one but that's why you're gonna give me this uh guitar over here cause, uh... <laughs> you know the worst part about that guitar is the the neck on it needs an adjustment because it doesn't sit quite right and that's like the only reason i haven't ever played it i've never taken it out of the oh, basement okay so i'll let you fix that and then um 
I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing I was thinking. If you could learn like literally the most basic of basics on a guitar, you would be able to like just see what somebody's doing and then just play it on a piano. Probably, yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm serious. Like you could learn like five chords on the guitar and be like, I know everything almost. And it's literally like that easy. So um, it's pretty funny. So like that could be something else that could help you. Um, you could like sight read what somebody else oh, is gosh, playing. That'd be insane. That'd be kind of fun though. I mean, that's literally all I do at jam nights and that's what I do when I play with Jesse. He's just like, we're playing these chords and I'm like, all right. Or like if I, you know, if he's playing a new song, I don't know. It's, he'll, I'll just like let him go through it once. Yeah. Like, and then it's just like, okay, those are all the chords he's using. So I know what key he's in. I can play him like this instead of like that. And then solo actually, like this or whatever. I mean, that's pretty cool, actually. That's pretty talented, I feel like. I mean. But you could probably do it with a piano, I bet, because you've played enough you, You've played enough songs where you're, you probably realize the patterns that a lot of songs have. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this a lot of songs use these chords. And if they don't use these chords, they use this set of chords. Yeah. You know? So there's I mean, these redundant patterns that are in music that. Oh, yeah. Once you start picking them out, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I get what, <laughs> what you're doing here. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> might have to teach myself p- guitar chords and see if I could do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would uh, I would be more than willing to help you on your journey. Um, yes. Like I said, it's not like I'm going to tell you no, I'm not going to teach you, but like I, I bet you're, you know... Let me put it this way. I'll tell you what I told all my students when I actually gave guitar lessons. If you want to learn, you can learn. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. I yeah. wanted to learn and I learned on my own. I, yeah. I learned it from a book, you know. Um, so, but I, the only way I got better was by playing with other people. So you're right. Having somebody next to you that is better than you, even though I'm not the best drummer or best mm-hmm. guitarist in Northern Iowa, it's still, it would be better than nothing, you know. I'm a drummer. I don't know where that came from. Um, I can't play the drums at all. Um, there's a drum set, but it's in pieces in another room. Uh, that's how much I play the drums. But but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would definitely <laughs> kill that, smash it in a million. No, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually taken apart and stored nicely. Scott Dahl would have, ring my neck if I smash yeah. some drums. Um, but yeah, so like I I definitely think that'd be something fun for you to do. But like that's just one of those things you could be less, you know triple threat of an asset type deal it's like well i could take the pictures at the jam night or i can play the piano or i could play the guitar or you know or i can sing or i can yeah i mean you can pretty much do it all and that's kind of one of those fun things was like i realized once you start kind of delving into the arts you kind of start to be like i can actually do a lot of these you know yeah. there's there's weird similarities that you can pick up in yeah. some of them well, you- that's like the thing with um if you can learn guitar it's gonna be easier to learn violin yeah that's what i was told because i love violin it's my favorite instrument. There's actually a violin over here. <laughs> Another instrument I'm stealing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it belongs to somebody else. I'm going to refinish it. <laughs> okay. I actually have my own violin. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I have always wanted to learn violin. That's probably my favorite instrument. Um, so I was told by one of my band teachers that, you know, because he, he knew how to play guitar, it was easier for him to learn violin. Yes. Because it's almost like guitar, but... Uh, one step harder because then you have to deal with you know the bow, the bow and all that stuff the way that you do that is very technical too but actually i've got something really wild over here i'll show you oh dun 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 so this is a ukulele these things uh were yes. made have you I've ever seen, seen one you yeah see? so for everybody watching the video this is a ukulele um so what you can do is you can actually like strum like this or like this and the other end of it is if it's not tuned and it's it's not in any good shape (laughs) 
it's missing a bunch of strings and whatever. But you get a bow, and you can actually bow it between these little slots here, and it plays the notes, or you can play like whole chords with it, or whatever. But yeah, they're not, uh, a not easy to play. They were sold as something door to door, like. I looked up the history, but they were sold as something like easy to play door to door, like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then they come to find that they were like, weren't actually very easy to play because <laughs> you don't have to like learn any chords or anything. You just get a bow and strum it between the slots to yeah. play the chord. But at the same time, because it says C, A, you know, and F, yeah. F, D, B. I mean, they're all just like right there, but it's not as easy as you would think. That's so. insane. But yeah, uh, I've I've got one. I got one from somebody that didn't want it anymore, and I was just like, I'll fix it up. And then I was just like, this thing's really beat up. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll fix it. And I just never got around to it. I mean, it. even but just having it is just kind of cool. It is really neat. It's like a nice little antique. Yeah, yeah. So um, we actually got over an hour into, in on this podcast here. Is there anything that we didn't talk about that we should have? Because I think I got everything checked off my little list today. No, you do not. Um no, I don't. So let's, one. Yeah, this this is gonna go just like the last one. We're gonna go like an hour and a half. That's on okay. This. Everybody loves me. No <laughs> actually, <no> <laughs> your episode was very listened to last time. So, um, oh, this is actually I can't believe I forgot this was like the reason we were gonna bring you over here and talk pretty much today. Yeah. So yeah, we were gonna talk about this because it's a big, big deal for me. It I is think. a big deal. So you actually want to start your own podcast. Kind of yes. So you got the you got your inspiration from me because my podcast is awesome. Yeah, no, I'm just, that's I'm just exactly no, what it is. It has nothing uh, to do with it. Um, so let me ask you this: um, What is the, a lot of topics or a lot of podcasts have like a general theme? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't have the Joe Rogan. You know, not everybody can be Joe Rogan and just sit down on Hem Hall with somebody for you know two hours. Uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, you know, well, I mean, I was like, if I had a podcast, it's just like, well, this is my friend, Bob, and he just talks to people. And that's just like, nobody would care, you know, because I'm, you know, he's not Joe Rogan. So like mine is usually themed around like music and arts and entertainment Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So what would your podcast be themed about? So this is a whole project, pretty much. A whole project? A whole, oh gosh. <laughs> Choose your words. I cannot believe I said that. Can you delete that? <laughs> no, I'm, li- I'm, leaving it, I'm leaving it in here. <laughs> no, I can't believe I said that. Okay. Uh, so, um, this is project-based, so this is a whole deal. Um, I'm just going to have to go into details of all of it. Uh, so... My, this is going to be a, a mental health podcast. Like, I don't know if it, anybody was listening to the one I did b- um, before. Uh, I talked about how mental health is a huge thing for me um, because I struggled with it. And you even did some graphic design projects yes. on it. Yes. Um, so that actually helped inspire this idea. Um, I pretty much what I want to do. Um, trying to explain this the best possible way i can uh yeah let me i'll i'll tell you what you think of your words because i'll i'll go through this like this is not mental health is not really something i mean you can joke a little bit about it but it's like more like self-deprecating joking Mm -hmm. about it but you also got to choose your words when you're talking about it because you don't want to say or do the wrong things to demean or demoralize any part of what's going on well like for me um when i was struggling with mental health issues. Um, I didn't want to talk about it because there's that stigma against it. Like very much so, uh, that, I mean, especially with me being in a church, there was always that, um, it wasn't like drilled. Obviously nobody told me this personally, but I think it was more, um, me that 
you know, because I was struggling, I was struggling spiritually. That was my, the problem. It had nothing to do with that. I had, I just, I had an issue like, um, I can, I don't want to interrupt you, but, um, I can concur when I was younger, same deal. Um, people would just say it's, you're not, you know, giving your problems to God or whatever. And yeah. it's just like, well, that, that this is, this isn't the issue. It's somewhere like, else. Don't get me life. wrong. There are times that, you know, you know, you, you maybe there is some where you need to talk to God type of thing, yep. but we're not going to get into that because obviously this is not a religious type of thing. Nope. Um, but, but still, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I didn't tell anybody that I had the issues and with a stigma of, you know, taking mental health medicine, like the medicine that goes with it. Um, there was always that, you know, don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs to know. Yep. And that was my first thought when I started taking medicine for my depression slash anxiety. Um, was that I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't want anybody to know um, because I felt weak. Mm-hmm. And it all it bothered me for the longest time that uh, I'd walk, that I had to take medicine to deal with the day-to-day stuff when other people could without medicine. And I think that's what really got me was that I needed the, I needed that help. And so I felt weak because of that. It's almost like a double-edged sword, though, because uh, first of all, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just gonna speak from a little bit of my own personal experience here, though, too. But it's you feel like you're weak because you can't, quote unquote, handle the day to day. And then you're, if you take medication for it, you're not supposed to tell anyone about it. Yeah. And that makes you feel like you're weak because you really can't deal with it. Yeah. And then you go around and see other people quote-unquote dealing with yeah. it and it's like well these people can deal with it why can't i so it's yeah. this big like circular thing of just like yeah I, I, I suck or whatever you know yeah but what you don't realize is there might be other people out there exactly. going through the that's, same exact struggle that's what i realized so um when i started becoming more vocal about my mental health issues and started actually talking about it and being willing to express that you know i i do struggle with it um i hang you know, I need medicine to help me process things. I mainly take my medicine for me to, um, like the anxiety side of things. It helps me process things better. Um, that like, it opened doors for me to hear other people's stories. And, um, the more I started talking about it, the more I realized that I was not alone mm-hmm. and that a lot of people have the same issues and a lot of people are struggling too. It's because everyone's hiding it. Exactly. They're hiding it from everyone around them and they don't realize yeah. that everyone's dealing with the same deal. Yeah. And so um, my belief is that there is strength in my weaknesses. And um, I mean, going back to my spiritual side, that was one of my favorite verses is that I will boast about my weaknesses because that's where my strength is. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's, um, I love to talk about my mental health issues. Yes, sometimes it's a struggle because it brings up a lot of like deep stuff that happened to me, but, um, I am a huge advocate for mental health and anybody that's struggling. And, um, I have listened to countless people that have talked to me about their issues and a lot of them just want somebody to listen. Yeah. And... So that's kind of like the basis for 
like my passion behind this project that I'm about to explain that I realize I haven't explained yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, so probably the first project will be on myself, most likely. Uh, just to kind of open that door and be vulnerable. Um, uh, open that door for people to understand that they can be vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my project, because I'm a graphic designer and I did a series um, uh, that I submitted to our school art show and it was mental health and um, it was a representation of what I felt like when I was struggling with depression and anxiety and two different posters and um, I got a lot of good feedback off of them and they're probably my favorite pieces. I love them so much. They're hanging on the, on my wall at my my office. Um, But that sparked an interest for me. I want to do that, but I want to make it a big series. So, and I want to include real people and I want to include their real stories, their real struggles, what they've gone through and how they've overcome that, how they've grown, how they got help, you know, all that. Um, and I actually already have like five people lined up that are willing to help, (laughs) willing to be a part of this. And so my idea is, um, to talk with those people, sit down, let's have a cup of coffee. Let's talk about what happened Mm -hmm. and let me hear your story. And then that'll hopefully spark some ideas for, the next step, which is the next step is going to be, let's do a photo shoot that's going to express what it was like for you. Mm-hmm. Like, let's actually put a picture of what you went through. Um, and so, uh, I remember when we first, you, you were first bantering this, bantying this idea past me. Uh, you had talked about like possibly doing this with some sort of like anonymity behind it. So, you yes. don't, you know, call. so like, obviously there's some people like, for instance, if you're abused, yeah, Try, maybe you, you don't want to share your face because you don't want people to necessarily know yes. it was you or you don't want the person that abused you. You don't want them to know, you know, see yes. you. Um, so this would be definitely depending on your comfort comfortability gosh that's such a weird word to say i don't know why um if you're more well if you're willing to show your face i obviously will be gladly able to take those pictures but if you don't want your face shown then we'll work around that type of thing and i mean you're just as much of a photo you know photographic artist as you know anybody so you can figure out tons of different ways around that so then like with the pictures um i want to do a poster um a little compilation like what I did with the the two that I submitted for the art show. Um, Pretty much showing, you know, here's this person's struggle in this poster. Like, here's what visually, what it looks like, what it looked like for her Mm -hmm. or him to struggle. And then um, I want to do a QR code or something in like in the picture or on the side that people can scan. And then this is where the podcast comes in. Um, and it'll link them to that episode of the podcast where the person can explain what they went through. That's actually a brilliant idea, honestly. <laughs> like, because people could walk up and see the art and then listen to what, yeah, listen to what it's so, about. So, I have thought a lot about this. I've prayed a lot about this, and um, it's just something I feel very passionate about. And I'm a, I can literally vision 
this, like visualize this. I'm a visionary, like I'm a visual person. Mm -hmm. And I have been visualizing this, like I could see this being a museum part, like, hey, come in, you know, give them a pair of headphones type of thing. And people can go around and listen to real stories um, and see the pain. Because I think that visually people, you can hear about it, but also the visual aspect, it can bring a lot more of the realness. And I want that raw emotion. I want um, I want people to be able to express themselves. Um, and, you know, if this project, if it works and it ends up being huge I mean if it helps one person that's gonna be enough for me like you know it's actually the more I think about this the better I think the idea is honestly because it's tough for you to just like send me a text message be like I got this idea for this and I'm like well you need an interface and you need like (laughs) I'm just like going on the tech side of things but like so you could actually like tell people to like okay I've got this art exhibit you need to bring your airpods with you Mm -hmm. and then they show up and they're like all these pictures are crazy cool you know but it's like you know this is the, you know, this is the depression wing and this is the, what you know, you could just go through like these different sections. Somebody would be like, this was really neat, whatever, you know, and they, yeah. they scan it and then like they, they can listen to this podcast episode, you know, it could be short, long, whatever I mean, it, it can be whatever length. Uh, but, I even said like the anonymous part of this is, or anonymous, whatever you said. Yeah, anonymous. Okay. <laughs> Words are hard. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to start a podcast and you don't yeah. know how to talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good thing I don't have to write. <laughs> That's where you'd get me. Um, but being able to, people can talk about it. You can, It's an interactive almost exhibit is what I'm visualizing. And it's almost reverse interactive too because if you put it out as a podcast, people could find it solely as a podcast. Yeah. And then on the bottom of the podcast description, you could have a link to the art yeah. that goes with the podcast. Exactly. So, so it's kind of go, it kind of correlates back and forth with each other. Um I'm in the process of designing a logo for it. Uh, I had an idea, but then I found that there was already an idea of that on Google. And I was like, yeah, I can't. Nope. Got to do something new, original. So I'm in the process of rethinking it, but currently writing down words, every word that I think of when I think of mental health. And hopefully that'll spark something. Um, But yeah, this is a project that it really just came out into my head and like just boom like it's there (laughs) and the more I thought about it the more ideas kept flowing and then um I talked it out with a couple people and I was like this is what I want to do like I think this is going to be huge um and I have this big feeling in my chest that this is going to be huge and that this could really cause a good impact on people um and I've already talked it out with um Jacob Zweibomber who's my who was my graphic design teacher and I said, here's my idea. And he's given me some tips. And he was like, this is a really cool idea. Like, this is this is awesome. Like, if you can make this work and you can design something that's going to be, like, really good, um, this is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And he has connections with people. So he was like, yeah, I, if this actually works out, I can try to get a hold of them and see if they'll use it for something. I was like, oh, dang, I'm already getting connections. Cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And so, like, this, this is just like my heart, my passion. Um, I've always, ever since I struggled, have had a heart for mental health Mm -hmm. and there's so many different kinds of mental health and everybody struggles differently. And 
to be able to tell their story is huge. I think some of the thing is too, some people have, it's not that some people have never struggled, but there are some people out there that just never really had a hard time with things. Cause yeah. like you pretty much, I don't know. Like I said, from my own personal experience, you just be like, I'm sad or whatever. Let's just break it down to something that basic. I'm sad. You know, and somebody's just like, drink, drink more water. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah. going gonna to help. Work yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Go for a walk, drink more water, take yeah. some vitamins, sleep more. And it's like, uh, yeah. like I'm already eating a bunch and, and sleeping all the time. And, and mm-hmm. you know, like that's, that's a side effect of my issues, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so. so yeah, that's what I, I really want to do. Another part of that is, is I want to offer uh, a salute, like somebody that I can talk to. Ooh, that'd be awesome um, too. So let's hit you with the story, but then let's also help you let's get figure out so you know that there's somebody you can talk to there's something that you can do uh i don't want just to be like an 800 number here call this number and talk because i mean it, it could be something as basic as like these are the places you could reach out to to talk mm-hmm. about this stuff because yeah. I, mean, I know people that like i you know I'm, I'm not trying to call iowa out but iowa does not have the best mental health care mm-hmm. it just really honestly doesn't it's hard to find people it's hard to know where to go to talk to you know and if you go to a doctor, they're just going to like, like I said, this is, some of them will just tell you to sleep more and, yeah. you know, take melatonin at night. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, yeah. this isn't helping, you know, so There's, some people don't know who to turn to. So this yeah. could be a really good idea. To, so hopefully, um, I'm going to try to ask a friend to see if he'd be willing to help me, but, uh, going to probably put myself on the spotlight for the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot and I realized that, you know, if I'm, asking other people to be vulnerable. I need to be vulnerable myself. It could also um, be a good example to show people if, if yeah. you're just like, you know, I want to have you on my podcast and then they're like, what's it like? And then you just show them the first yeah. episode and you're like, this is, this, this is, is my story. Yep. This is me. Uh, that's a good song, by the way. This is me. Anybody? I sing that one at karaoke. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, mental health. I, I'm tired of the stigma. I'm tired of there being that, you don't see it you don't talk about it uh yeah i mean honestly everybody everybody knows everybody has issues with it at some point in their life or there's some sort of problem that comes along i mean like guys there's the stigma of pull yourself up by your bootstraps just just work just work hard just that's all you gotta do just go to work just shut up you know yeah um i'm not trying to say anything about you know it's not like my family's fault but i grew up on a farm that's pretty much what it was you know just Mm -hmm. like just just do work you know (laughs) it's it's, like i said it's not their fault just how like everyone in their generation was raised so you know i i you know i i understand the struggles um from an intimate level and i do understand that you know this, like I said, the more we talk about this, the more I think that this could be a very good idea. Not just, you know, not just for like a podcast idea, not just for an art idea, but to like to combine them all into a way to also maybe help people, you yeah. know, so. Now that's just my thing is, you know, let's say this word to become an exhibit in a museum, which would be fantastic like that. Seriously, I could see it happening, but uh, I got to put in the work first, but. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, You know. People, all I can hope for and I can pray for is that somebody that is struggling, maybe similar to what somebody else that I already did, you know, something about uh, that they'd see that, you know, there is another story. Like, I have a couple ideas for what I want to name 
this like uh, you know basic like shine your light on mental health Mm -hmm. but then I also was like well there's also that aspect of the story continues that was one of the things that popped in my head was their story continued Mm -hmm. Um, because there's people whose stories do not continue exactly unfortunately and And that breaks my heart every time I hear it it honestly does could get emotional (laughs) right now Um, but people need to see that there is hope and that while it sucks what they're going through and it really sucks, there is hope Mm -hmm. and there's a light that, you know, they, they don't see it because they're so deep into whatever it is that they're going through that they don't see that exit. And that breaks my heart because I know what that's like. And yeah, so that's my goal is to raise awareness, to help people, to shine a light on it. Um, it's such a multifaceted goal. Um, cause like I said, when you first described it to me, it's just like, well, it sounds like a neat podcast idea. And then it's mm-hmm. just like the more you, you know, you within 15, 20 minutes, you discussed it and it was just like, <laughs> holy cow, you know, this is more than just like a simple idea. This is yeah. actually a very, very grand schemed goal of, of multifaceted proportions, yes. you know? It's, it's going to be an art thing, but it's also going to be a way to tell your story. It's also going to be a way to help others. It's going to be a way for some people to get some things yeah. off their chest. They may have never once gotten off their chest. <laughs> you know, It's also going to be nice that you're going to give people the ability to be anonymous if they want to, mm-hmm. You know, because I'm assuming there's not going to be video for this, You know, so that's probably just going to be audio-based. Yeah. So, um, and like that was the thing is um, I'll probably have something for them to just explain how vulnerable they want to be like a... Sh- like a something they sign that says, "Okay, I'm allowing you to do this." Like, yeah. Yep. Just to make sure I, I save my butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The other end is you don't want to step on anyone's yeah, toes. Yeah. I don't want to hurt ask somebody. Ask the wrong questions. Yeah. Or... Um, somebody's being vulnerable with me. They're willing to share their deep, you know, pain. I want them to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. Is people need to feel safe in order to be vulnerable. And the other benefit of this, though, is you're. I mean, I'm assuming, I mean, I can almost guarantee you're not going to be doing it live. So you'll have the ability to post edit almost yeah. anything you want. So yeah. if they say something they want to take out, mm-hmm. you can take it out. And that's what, that's another part of that is let's say they don't even want to be the one speaking, write it out for me. I'll, I'll read it. I'll, I'll do it myself. Yeah, have, you know, whatever. Have someone else read it or whatever. You don't want your name involved in it. We'll just come up with like a word for that, uh, that podcast. Like, I'm trying, I'm really think, trying to think of all aspects of it. Like, how can I make this as safe for them? Yes. Um, I mean, that's something else you could do is, you know, to, for the anonymity of it all. I mean, we could talk about more of this afterwards because, I mm-hmm. mean, this, now we're getting into like building a podcast, you know, type area and brainstorming <laughs> ideas. And I don't want to give away too many of the awesome ideas that we probably are going to bounce back and forth. But uh, <laughs> you also do have a, a hard out. You got to be out of here in just a little bit. So. Um, but yeah, I do want to say like, first and foremost, thanks for coming on the podcast again, but, uh, thank you for also opening up once again and being honest. Um, I do know some of these podcasts are lighter than others. Some of them are actually a little bit heavier than others, but you're always, um, you're always more than welcome to come on here and talk to me about anything. I just want to let you know that. And, uh, (laughs) um, 
you're you're one of my best friends that I made at college uh, in a place where I thought I didn't fit in. So <laughs> I do have to say thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Man, he's one of the greatest things that came out of Iowa Central. <laughs> Except for like the six degrees you got. Oh, stop. Oh, my gosh. But like if anybody wants to keep up with, you know, what's going on with that project, um, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, the Swanky dot artistry which obviously he'll tag it in yep Link, um, links are in the description and i'll i'm gonna start hopefully as soon as i get the logo getting stuff figured out um yeah i mean even if you have an issue like if you've had a situation message me on there and you know we'll talk it out see if it's a possibility you know so yeah i'm obviously gonna be needing to look for more people <laughs> yes as it grows but yeah just a little call out i guess <laughs> yeah and if anybody's looking for uh, a photographer graphic designer of any sort um also hit those links up down below for Mackenzie. yeah uh very very good work if you guys are curious as to what she does i mean you can just click the links down below and you'll be able to see everything <laughs> she does so um i'm really really glad you came out and talked to me today this uh like i said the more i heard about this the more i thought this was actually a really good idea so i hope you can pull it off and uh, it's gonna take a lot of work but i know I, I bet you can do it i bet you can do it work my butt off to make this happen yeah exactly <laughs> all right well thank you very much for joining me today um hopefully we'll see you at a jam night or something here in the near oh, future oh, definitely and, all right i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you oh baby that's another good episode got a little serious in there we were we were in some really really deep water at the end but you know what we pulled it off uh i just have to say once again thank you a million times over to Mackenzie for joining me on the podcast for being such a good guest uh for being a good friend of mine and uh for being willing to talk about such a serious topic matter um i'll give her a platform to talk on my podcast to help plug her upcoming podcast that she's working on and you know i think like I said in the episode, the more I heard the, about the podcast, the more I thought to myself, this is actually a really, really good idea for a podcast. So it's multifaceted. It mixes art with uh, different forms of technology. And uh, it, it's a podcast about something that a lot of people are very passionate about for a very good reason. So uh, uh, once again, just thank you to her for being as open and honest as she is. She always has been. It's just kind of her nature. She's such a good person. So thank you very much to Mackenzie for sitting down and talking with me on the podcast. If you guys are looking for what kind of graphic design work she does, I've got links for it all down in the description section. Make sure you click uh, click those links and give her a follow and a like on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, check out some of the stuff she does. If you're a musician and you want some photography done, hit her up. She'll uh, swing out to wherever you're at and take some pictures. I do know she travels a decent amount across the state, so... If you guys are really looking for that, hit her up. Uh, pay her some money. Uh, that's what we did uh, in Jesse Wilson Music, and she showed up and took some pictures. Not only that, they look so good that I ended up, uh, you know, like I said in the podcast, I bought her a smoothie afterwards because it was that good. So she did a great job. Uh, like I said, I've seen some of the proofs, but I, I have not um, gotten the final product yet. So I'm ready to see that, and, it's, and she's working on it, I know. But I, I did tell her when we paid her just to take her time and work on her finishing school first and doing her other projects that she had going on. So it is definitely a back burner project for her. Uh, but I, like I said, I did see some of her proofs and some of the small edits she did here and there, and they looked fantastic. So when those come out, the proof will be in the pudding. And if you want to see the proof that it, that is in the pudding, go to her Facebook page or her Instagram page and check out her awesome work. 
Um, thank you once again to Mackenzie for joining me, and thank you guys for listening. If you're looking for anything else, Audible Farm, you can find it at audiblefarm.com. If you're looking to support the podcast, the easiest way to support it uh, non-financially would be to subscribe or leave reviews um, anywhere you anywhere you're listening to this. Give us a thumbs up on Instagram and 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 then like us on Facebook and and like it on YouTube or subscribe on YouTube. That's something that's so. I mean, it's pretty important to me. Uh, I like to see the subscriber count go up on YouTube. The YouTube channel is more than just the podcast, too. There's uh, videos of me refinishing guitars as well as videos of, of musicians on there and so forth. So check those out as well. Um, it's pretty in- inconsequential to just click the subscribe button for most people. Most people don't ever look at their feed on YouTube. Or at least a lot of people I know don't really look at their feed too much on YouTube. So just click that subscribe button. Like I said, it's it's inconsequential. It really doesn't mean that much to the people that are doing it, but it means a lot to me. So if, if, if it's something you like, go ahead and do that. It doesn't cost anybody any money. If you're looking to support the podcast monetarily, you can go to the shop, Audible Farm Shop. It is uh, shop.audiblefarm.com. There's a link to it also down below. So check that out and find the shop. And uh, we got t-shirts. We got a very small selection of hoodies. There's only a couple sizes left. So check those out if you're looking for t-shirts or hoodies. There's also stickers or decals available. They are very, very durable. Um, They've been stuck everywhere from cars to windows to you name it. Um, Believe it or not, some people have actually stuck them in urinals in uh in restrooms and they they they're still there after years and so check those out uh they're very durable stickers i've I've sent them through dishwashers before and they work out really well so if you guys are looking for any sort of decals for audible farm check those out um otherwise thank you guys for listening to the podcast i want to say thanks once again to Mackenzie for joining me on this episode uh we just kind of shotgunned this one out real quick before the the deadline here to upload it so um, I guess I thanks to her for taking some time out of her day. I was hopefully I didn't make her too late to where she was going after the podcast. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I will check in with you guys next week uh, when I have another episode. Hopefully, my work schedule allows me to continue doing this podcast with the frequency that I have um, been doing it with originally. Um, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, I I do have a, a different um, employer now, so I'm I'm gonna try and shake all that stuff down around you know what i still do with my hobbies uh, in my free time but my free time has uh now been cut quite a bit shorter than it has been in the past so if you guys are looking to be a guest on the podcast just hit me up um send me some links and uh just know that uh my schedule is it's all over the map now i mean it was busy before but now it's it's getting pretty wild i'm starting to play a lot of shows with jesse wilson music and uh three finger betty starting to book shows and and just lots of stuff going on so check it out um if you're into you know what i'm doing that's what i'm doing i'm with jesse wilson music and three finger betty they're available on all social media so check those out and i will catch you guys next week peace